When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. NFL fans, welcome to the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. My host today is Wesley Coleman. What is going on, Wesley? Hey, man, here we go. We are uh, almost a third of the way through the season. We've got, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we're starting to get somewhere and figure out who these teams are. Maybe. Probably Absolutely. not. Not really. Probably not. Well, <laughs> one thing that we always say on the big picture, and this is the big picture from Fans First Sports Network it being week five, that it's going to change every single week. The picture, sure. the the teams that we had in last week, Wesley, you were not here. You were on assignment. But I got to tell you, I actually was stupid enough to put the Texans in. <laughs> so it is going to change every single week as we look at, we, we look through the crystal ball or actually our crystal brains and try to decide who is going to be in the playoffs after each and every week in the NFL season. And it's interesting to look to see what the landscape looks like exactly at this moment, Wesley. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, a, it's, it's, there's a lot of, you know, convoluted mess in there. Um, It it seems like we're getting to where there's maybe three elite teams and three terrible teams. And then a whole bunch of, I mean, Teams could win a couple games in a row that right now you might think are 25th in the league, and then all of a sudden they're winning the division. Or, I mean, beyond just making the wild card, there could be a team right now that we think's in the mid 20s that wins a couple games in a row and, and and takes a division. So it's 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 weird right now with the with the way it looks. There's very top heavy or a lot of only a few teams at the top, only a few teams at the bottom, and then a whole bunch of mess in the middle. Let's go ahead and take a look at that mess as we try to figure out the big picture. We are going to go ahead first with the NFC and the East. Very, very strange division, if you ask me now, because you thought you had two teams that were up top and two at the bottom, but it looks like the cream is rising to the crop. What are your thoughts about that division, Wesley? So, I mean, obviously, like the, the the Cowboys we've seen lose to the Cardinals and then just get destroyed by the 49ers on national TV that everybody saw. Um, what makes the Eagles look so good is if you just go and look at their 5-0, and which is which is great. Um, but the Eagles have 
I'll just say not been a great team this year. They're, yes, 5-0, and and that's impressive. And this is two years in a row they've been 5-0, and which is, is a big deal. But they have a three-point win against the Commanders. They have a game against the Rams that was – they dominated statistically, but it was a close game all the way through. They have a five-point win against the Patriots, who just got obliterated, and a six-point win against the Vikings, who are terrible. One, I'll say that the 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 – the, the the Eagles haven't played anybody good this year. The best team that they've played is probably the Rams, who have struggled to get going. I think that I'm going to wait and see that. But the way the Eagles have done it have not been as impressive as I think. But I still think they're probably the best in this division. I would probably say the same thing. If you look at the schedule coming up, the Eagles have another team that is not performing well. It's the New York Jets. At the beginning of the season, this looked to be a marquee matchup, but Aaron Rodgers went down. We all know what happened there. The two and three Jets will host the Eagles, but it doesn't seem like much of a test once again for Philadelphia. The Cowboys, who are three and two, and they got embarrassed, but two weeks ago, they got embarrassed by the Cardinals, and they are the Cardinals' only win. So are they pretenders here? I don't think they're a bad team. Um, I think the Diggs loss really hurts them. Um, I I just I don't think they're a pretender, but they're not as good um, as uh, as some people would like to think. And I'll just want to expand on real quick. You said the Eagles' upcoming schedule. Yeah, they got the Jets. Then they have the Dolphins, Commanders again, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, and then Cowboys again. Over the next few weeks, we're going to find out if the Eagles are – uh, beneficiaries of a, of a soft schedule or are they a real contender here we're gonna find out that is definitely interesting and when you look at the cowboys having the chargers in los angeles the chargers are a very enigmatic team so that's going to tell a big story as well right now we're going to say that the commanders if it's safe to say commanders and giants are kind of done they are definite not even pretending they're just uh dwelling in the basement looking for that uh, top 10 pick. You you said it. That's good. We don't need to spend any more time on the commanders in the gym. <laughs> They're not, neither one of them is getting hot and making a wild card run or anything. So at this point, are you going to say that the Eagles are still looking at winning the division or are you thinking that schedule is going to, going to kind of make things crazy here? Yeah. The first place schedule is going to is, is tough for everybody this year. Um, for now, I'm going to say the Eagles end up squeaking this one out because of the hot start. Um, this is going to be a close division towards the end of the year, though. And these two teams play each other. So the Cowboys still have, uh, you know, this it's in their own hands. They can control their own destiny as far as it goes with the Eagles. All righty. Let's flip on over to the American Football Conference. All right. So we got the AFC East here. Um, now, interesting things going on. So you've got uh, Miami, Buffalo, the Jets, and New England. Um, first of all, I want to ask you, we're hearing a lot of rumors that Aaron Rodgers could come back even during the season, but for the playoffs, if they were to make it. Can the Jets, are they good enough with this defense? Is it good enough to stay afloat, stay in contention, and do something if Aaron Rodgers comes back? It's going to be very hard to put the Jets in that position, even though that is an elite defense. I could honestly say that. But... When you go ahead and look at this entire conference, if they can put together some wins, if Zach Wilson is good enough to, and I don't know if he is, yeah, th this is a possibility. This is 
the seventh seed is in play for the, the Jets, but it's still going to take some decent wins, some big wins. It's going to take beating a team like Philadelphia that you don't expect. That's going to be pretty a pretty tough task this week. So this week, I don't think it's in play, but I'm not ready to go ahead and slam the door on them, especially with the possibility of Aaron Rodgers coming back. They did play the Chiefs. In fact, they beat the Chiefs on that field, but not on the scoreboard because I tell you what, that that game was tainted. And I know they're talking about it, but it it was really, I thought that game was uh, taken away from them when they were trying to come back. But, you know, you can't cry over that right now. It's going to be interesting. I will put them on the bubble. The back end of the sure. bubble. Make, makes sense. So we don't have to spend any time on the Patriots. They just got obliterated 34-0 to by my New Orleans Saints. Um, this is following up on after getting crushed by the Cowboys 38-3 to the week before. Um, the, the Patriots, I, I think we can agree, are in flux, and we'll see if uh, there's going to be some changes. Maybe. And I tell you what, I, I'm accountable. And on week one, I, I'm going to let you do it because you can go ahead and blast me for this. That was my surprise team. That was your now. surprise team. Yep. <laughs> well, sometimes the uh, the uh, blind squirrel doesn't even come close to the nut. Well, I'll just say Bill Belichick hasn't won a playoff game in five years, so I don't think it's going to start again this year. So then we go up to Miami and Buffalo. Right now, Miami's four and one. Buffalo's three and two. Buffalo whipped Miami head-to-head two weeks ago. And then do you write off the Jaguars' losses? I mean, the, the Bills did a dumb thing, I think, by waiting until Friday to fly to London, where the Jaguars have been there for a couple of weeks. Um, do we just write that off as, you know, international travel game, didn't show up, but are the Bills going to be able to take over Miami? They play each other again. Everybody in the division is one and one, so that's still open. Here's the interesting thing about that. And on the show last week, we kind of called that win. We uh, we still showed that the, the Buffalo Bills are probably the favorites. But I really think the Dolphins are tough. They do have a very good offense. The next time that those two teams play, it is going to be up in Miami. So it's it, it was a perfect storm for Buffalo, who came off of that embarrassing week one loss and wanted to flex their muscle. They were doing it at home in week four against a Dolphins team that is going to experience a letdown when you score 70 points the week before. You're ne- uh, there's so much hype and so much excitement. Those letdowns sometimes creep in, and I think that's what happened. I am going back and forth in this division. If you look at who the Dolphins have next, they've got the Panthers. They're at Philadelphia. As you mentioned before, they've got the Patriots, then they've got the Chiefs, and they've got a Raiders team that is feisty. I'll at least say that they're feisty. With Then the Jets at home. So that is not an easy schedule for them. The Bills schedule as well, you know, I, I think the Bills kind of have, have this a little bit more as an easy schedule coming up because their next five opponents are the New York Giants. New England Patriots, Tampa Bay, at Cincinnati, and Denver. Then the New York Jets before they play Philadelphia and Kansas City with a bye week in between. So I think for right now, Buffalo is going to get an advantage in this division. I do agree with you. That is an international travel game. 
Remember, Jacksonville is a team that they've been rumored to go to London. They play there every single year. They play twice this year. They don't have to leave. So when you have one team with international travel and one team staying put, that is a definite advantage. I mean, that that is actually, I think the, the league kind of screwed Buffalo here, which I never have a problem with Buffalo getting screwed. Bill's Mafia irks me. Um, sorry, Bill's Mafia, but it's the truth. You irk me. Um, give money to charity all you want. I get it. You're still obnoxious. But let's just say this. You got screwed having to go to England when that team got to stay put. I think the better team did not win in that game. Right now, I'm saying the Bills are still on track to win that division, but the Dolphins are going to have a lot to say about it. This is going to be a tight one. All right, so you want to head back to the NFC? What uh, division you want to hit next? Let's go to your South, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And I I tell you what, I'm anxious to hear what you have to say because I think your Saints are running away. Yeah, I think that, um, I mean, obviously losing to the Buccaneers uh, two weeks ago in, in what was just an awful offensive performance by our team um, makes everybody pause. Um, I don't, in the in the long run, in the wash, I think the Bucs are going to come back to earth um, Baker Mayfield's not leading anybody to double-digit wins. Um, and then the, the Saints are kind of getting it right. We've taken a, f- a few weeks to figure out with a new quarterback and some players coming back. And then a 34-0 whipping of the Patriots, which um, in New England, uh, even the Patriots not being a great team this year, in New England against the Bill Belichick team just doesn't happen. So um, I think it puts us in the right way, the, the right uh, path. And, and just quickly, the, the Saints, I'll be at the game in Houston this week. We play the, the Texans, Jaguars, Colts, Bears, Vikings, and Falcons the next few weeks. All winnable games. Um, the Jaguars game, we may be not favored in, but it's at home, so it'll be close. But um, I think that the Saints have a really favorable schedule that's going to come out. <clears throat> I think that Atlanta um, shouldn't have beat Houston this past week. Um, and I think that comes out in the wash, too, that they end up losing. And then Carolina may be the worst team in football, um, and they're trying to win. Um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, they win the the sweepstakes of uh, of getting first in the draft, and uh, they already have Bryce Young. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, I I can honestly say that it looks to me like Carolina is not tanking, but they just don't have it right now. I agree with you about the Buccaneers. The Falcons are a weird team, and so we are going to find out really soon when the Falcons and uh, Saints play each other once again. And what did you say? That was like three weeks from now? Yeah. So when that happens, that's probably going to help sort things out. Would you put the Atlanta in as a wild card team right now? No, definitely not. Is that the whole Desmond Ritter situation? Yeah, Des- Desmond Ritter had the best game of his career against Houston, um, and but by far. And it, it's Desmond Ritter's not an accurate quarterback. He's just he's going to struggle in the NFL. All right, so enough. there you go. It's the South. I guess it's my turn. Yeah, the AFC, the AFC South. Season. What you got? We just All talked right, about this- the Jaguars, so we don't have to spend too much time on them. But there's some interesting stuff. I mean, Indianapolis has got a winning record with Gardner yeah. Minshew playing. One and a half games. Minshew's that guy that can, that can help finish games. He could come in, and even though he didn't do it completely with Philadelphia last year, he's that kind of player that, uh, as far as backups go, I think he's one of the best backups in the league. 
I would trust him more than most. So I, I think this is a team that could hold on. They do have uh, JT back. So with that being said, this game, this week, Colts at Jaguars is going to tell it all. Now, remember, Jacksonville just spent the last two weeks in England. Usually when you're in England, you come back and you get a bye. So they don't get a bye here. The Colts are going to uh, be underdogs in this game. They have a lot to prove. If the Colts can pull this game off, I think they become the favorites in this division. The Texans, who I inexplicably put in last week as a uh, as a team that could uh, get the seventh seed, I don't think they're quite ready. They do have a running game with Damian Pierce. But I'm just going to say that the, the Texans, they fell back to earth with that loss to Atlanta. They have the Saints this week. I think the Saints are going – I don't care that it's in Houston. I think the Saints go in and win that game as well. So – I'm going to say it's a, a, a two-team division right now. And that includes the Tennessee Titans, who are just back and forth. Um, so actually, that excludes the Tennessee Titans. I'm saying it's the Colts and Jags. And right now, I'm going to give the division to the Colts. Oh, wow. Surprise pick. Let's see, Let's see if you regret that one in two weeks. Oh, I regret everything. <laughs> Perfect. Where in the NFC do you want to go? I tell you what, let's go ahead and take a break since we're halfway through the show. And I, I didn't even think about that. So let's go ahead. We'll pay some bills. We will be right back right after this to conclude the big picture. It's the NFL feed on the Fans First Sports Network. We are your host. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me, as always, well, not last week, but usually as always, my good friend Wesley Coleman. As we take a look at the big picture, the playoff picture, every single week, even in week one, we were doing this, looking at what teams are likely to go in, and it changes every single week. It's time to go ahead and up north and see what is going on with the NFC North. Wesley, this is an odd division, too. I think this is the easiest division for us to handicap right yep. now. Um, it's kind of clear-cut. Um, but with uh, Green Bay, Chicago, and Minnesota all kind of falling apart and not being able to play a complete game, um, Detroit is starting to run away with this division. And uh, won't be surprised if it stays kind of the way it is right now with Green Bay kind of meddling around 500 while Detroit just kind of runs away with this. Yeah, I I think uh, this is a quickie right here. You know, the only team in this division that I think that could truly, you know, pull themselves up is Minnesota. Their schedule was has been tough as of late, but I really think that uh, they could move their way back up. 
Well, they're going to miss Jordan Jefferson for the next four to six weeks is what the rumor is. And they're not pulling themselves up without him. Oh, you know what? I Hamst- read that this ham- morning. Hamstring in- injury. Um, without him, I, it, I agreed with you two weeks ago. I thought that by now they would have won another game. Without him, they're not doing well. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a uh, this is a one-and-done division. It is Detroit. Green Bay looks awful. Yeah, now, on the other side of the North, you've got the AFC North, and this is a pretty interesting division because all the teams are within a, a game of each other. Um, and right now, your Pittsburgh Steelers are in first place. Yeah, so it would be... I left them off the list last week. Can a team win and be first in the division and you still leave them off? Like, I, I, I'm guessing it, a win is a win, but I'm guessing you didn't get a lot of confidence out of the way that the the, the way that three quarters of the game looked. Did you see the winning touchdown and Matt was, Canada's reaction? It was the one the one play. <laughs> as as I told as I told Jeff, he looks dead inside. And he absolutely does. Matt Canada looks dead inside. He was not celebrating that. That that turned out to, it seems to be that that is going to be an audible, that that was an audible, that wasn't his call. It's the bye week. They're still calling for his head. I'm not going to leave them off the list, but I'm not, <laughs> look, I'm not going to have them. Not pounding the table with confidence. No, I'm actually going to go in a weird direction here. And I'm going to say that it's time for the Cincinnati Bengals to sees that division, which was theirs at the very beginning of the season. I think they're going to take their rightful place. Baltimore is not right. They really aren't. They're the Lamar Jackson show. Mark Andrews is not enough to help him out, as you saw in that game. They Pittsburgh gave them every opportunity to win that game. They should have won that game. They beat Pittsburgh up and down the field, but I'm throwing them out of it. And Cleveland... I just don't believe in Cleveland. I'm not in Believe Land. Yeah, I don't. I'm not not a Cleveland. Um, the Bengals. We're going to find out over the next three weeks. They play the the Seahawks, the 49ers, and the Bills. Um, they need to win at least one of those games. Um, if they do, they've got a pretty easy schedule after that. So it's real possible three weeks from now for the Bengals to have a lot of losses and look like still be in last place, but then kind of be getting right and going on that run. Um, I agree with you. I, I I just think that they're the best team in. Over a 17-game schedule, they'll come back to, to the top. Yeah, I think they're going to rise. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and go out west, my friend. It's the NFC West. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'll admit that I wasn't big on the 49ers. I thought that when they played the Rams, that the Rams were the best team on the field. And it looked like, um, I mean, the Rams should have won that game. Um, it just didn't come through in the scores. Um, outside of that outlier, the, the 49ers are just crushing everybody. Um, and what they did to the Cowboys, who are not a terrible bottom-feeding team, um, was a statement. And if this 49ers team stays healthy, um, I, I think that they're really hard to beat. That's going to be the question, though, is because they're, they're playmakers in – Debo Samuel, Ayuk, and of course Christian McCaffrey have always struggled with injuries and missing games. And I don't think they can miss any of those players and still be successful um, against a good team. So we'll we'll see what comes out there. But they are, um, you know, separating themselves from the the 
the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Let me ask you a question about the 49ers. At worst, I think they're a 15-2 and two team at worst. What are your thoughts? Do you think that uh, they'll lose more than two this season? No, it's weird. They've got a pretty a pretty great schedule. Um, really, the, you look at their what's upcoming, unless they just make a, a, a slip, um, the, the Bengals and the um, Eagles are really the only other two teams left on their schedule that look like could could do something to get them. Um, I mean, we saw what they, they had against the Rams. I think the Rams had their best shot, and then I don't, I don't think the Jaguars are going to be able to beat them. So the 49ers have a great schedule moving forward, and I mean, without an injury, um, 15 and 2, I agree with you, seems like the, the floor of where their schedule can be unless they start resting people at the end of the year. The only other game that I'm going to circle on that schedule is November 23rd. It's a primetime game against Seattle. Seattle, it's in Seattle, so that's a team that I can see giving them fits at home. But really, I'd be shocked if they lose more than two. I agree. Yeah, it's it's this is set up. The, the 49ers are running away with the NFC one seed for sure. So where we are, where are we on the wild card so far? Because you definitely have the Cowboys in on the wild card. Doesn't look like we put anything. We definitely didn't put anybody in from the north here. Yeah, it's going to be a battle between um, Seattle and the Rams for me. Um, I think if Seattle loses this next week for the Bengals, it can put the Rams back now with uh, Cooper Cutback. I think they can they can start figuring some things out. Um, if not, though, I mean Seattle right now would be the favorite though to take the that other the seventh seed. Well, who do we have in as the sixth seed? Because we have. It seems like both of them can come in, go in based yeah, that's on kinda, we don't have anybody from the South or the North. I mean, it, it's really tough. to. I don't think anybody else from the South deserves to be in it, but you can definitely see somebody like, um, you know, Tampa Bay winning enough games because of a soft schedule okay. um, to end up being in there. Um, so I, it's going to be somewhere between that, you know, Rams. And right now you'd have to say the Buccaneers. I just don't see the Packers getting it together. Um, or anybody else coming out of the uh, the East. All righty. We do have one more AFC division to go over. So we've got the AFC West. Um, I, I don't know. If we don't need to spend probably too much time on the Broncos, so we can just call this a three-team division. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do you got for the AFC West? I, I'm going to exclude the uh, Las Vegas Raiders as well. They had that big win on Monday Night Football against – green bay but there is a lot of upheaval they're still calling for the head of josh mcdaniels right now that was not a decisive win it uh that's a game that they uh they could have beaten green bay by a much greater of a margin on monday night football at home at allegiant stadium i just don't think that they are good enough right now jimmy garoppolo is going to keep them in the hunt here and there until he's injured yeah and he will get injured and we we definitely know that the guy the team i'm looking at here i'm gonna put them in as a seventh seed or actually a possibly a sixth seed and it's the chargers i think they have the worst head coach in the national football league and brandon staley it's the chargers but they do have the horses to go ahead and win a few a few games and get in there. So it's kind of anybody's ball game in the AFC now. Uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, the Chiefs, even though they don't look fantastic, they don't, they don't. look like world beaters. They're they're definitely going to win that division. I don't know if they. Uh, I don't know if they're your number one seed though. It just depends what happens in the East. I don't think the number one seed is coming out of the North. I don't think the number one seed is coming out of the South. So probably your number two seed is Kansas City right now. And I'm still going to go with Buffalo as your number one. Miami is going to be the best number five seed in the NFL right now. Yeah, possibly ever. And we'll go ahead and uh, I don't believe in the Chargers. And I don't really believe in the Steelers and Ravens right now. I've got to choose between those. I, you know what? I'm I'm still not putting the Chargers in. I like let's, it. I think let's go I ahead think. and say Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So I was gonna I was gonna surprise you with I was gonna get you if you if you went for the Chargers. I was gonna tell you that we're gonna talk in two weeks because they play the Cowboys and the Chiefs the next two weeks. And if they're sitting at two and four, you're gonna have to take them back out. Yeah, so probably a good idea to go ahead and get them out now. Yeah, but you know me. I <laughs> at least I'm accountable. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I'm fine telling you when I'm wrong. You're you're saying some scenarios that kind of bring me back to wondering the Jets. I mean, whoever's the six and seven seed isn't gonna be good. Yeah. No. I mean, the, 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 I mean, again, that Jets defense of of these bad teams, it may be the best unit for an offense or defense on any on any team so if they can make a few plays there's there's a there's a chance of a nine and eight eight and nine jets sneaking in there as a six or seven seed well you know what we have to do this since we've (laughs) talked about it let's take a look at their schedule right now and have it up right here they have the eagles coming up that is a loss that's a loss so we'll knock them down to two and four they have they're on the road for the Giants, and we know that's not on the road. <laughs> win. I, I, we'll, we'll say win. So I'm gonna go ahead and say a win there. I like this game at home against the Chargers, and I, I don't believe in the Chargers. I don't believe in Staley. <laughs> so let's go ahead and give them a win there. So at that point, they're at four and four with the Raiders. That's a toss-up, but you know. You can I think even, they beat the Raiders. Let's make them five and four there. Then you've got the Bills and Dolphins. Uh, both losses. Both losses, five and six. The Falcons and Texans. Two-game winning streak. They're at seven and six there. The Dolphins. Okay, seven could and they seven. split with the Dolphins? Playing the Dolphins twice in four weeks. Could they split with the Dolphins? That's No, no they can't. I'm just, know, kidding. I'm just kidding. They can't. Can, is Rodgers back then, though? It's no, and I, I think that's I think that's too early. But I mean, that's kind of what they're talking about. Is they're saying stuff about mid December, late December. That's, well, let's that's just kind put of... them at seven and seven. Okay, there. Then you've got. Then you they got three winnable games: Commanders and Browns and Patriots. The end. That's their three. Their last three games. Like, and that's. I mean, that's ten and seven. If we're, I mean, so again, a nine and eight's not ridiculous. Yeah, and especially with the uh, the Steelers, the Chargers, <laughs> and the Ravens, you know, Steelers and Char- Ravens uh, in that division, they're going to have losses in that division. Man, the Jets, keep an eye on the New York Jets. Uh, you've opened my eye up to that. I was ready to say that they're gone, but I like that. <laughs> I am, I'm jumping on that train, Wesley. Uh, let's not do it this week, but they're... Uh, 
where I had them on the back of the bubble, nah, I'm, I'm putting them closer up top to uh, Mr. Bubble there. <laughs> I love it. It's time for us to get on out of here. This is the big picture this week. We have 14 teams that uh, we think are going to go, but tune in next week because you know it's going to change, especially with as erratic as I am. It'll be a new <laughs> a new picture. All right. For Wesley Coleman, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Thank you so much for joining us on the picture. We will see you next week. And remember, the picture is always changing.